It's Rebecca here with another episode of The Horse Podcast. Today's interview is eventing legend Michael Jung. Mickey Jung needs no introduction. I'm sure you all know everything about the superstar. He's won individual and team gold at the London Olympics and individual gold and team silver at Rio on his super horse, Sam. He's won at Kentucky, Badminton, Le Moulin and Burley and has been inducted into the Eventing Rider Association Hall of Fame. In this interview, he talks about how he manages all his horses, why he does so much show jumping, the different types of eventing horse and what makes a great rider. We find out how the German champion remains so cool and calm in the start box, what he does on the day of a competition, some hop tips there, and how to manage the eventing season. We also talk about past and future champions. And the background music is courtesy of Hagen Horses and Dreams, so I hope it's not too distracting. Enjoy it. Um, I guess we could start with you've um, acquired the Ride on Chipmunk. How's that going? It's nice. It's a really nice horse. Um, very clever and super to ride. So it's yeah, it's nice easy. Nice to have him. Have him. And you, because um, you usually start your own horses and like to train through. So has that made it easier or because he's so well trained it's been easy or? I think every rider trained a bit different. So it's a little bit like a new start also for him. Yeah. Because he has to learn some things a bit different, like I would like to have it. And uh, at the moment we do just easy going and a bit basic work together. Also on the first competitions we go just like training rounds and okay. a bit working through the cross country and the show jumping and the dressage. Everything just to get experience. And um, yeah, but it's, it's nice to work with him. He's a horse with a lot of talent. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. And when, when will you start him in Maba? Did you say, did I hear somewhere you're going to start him in Maba? Maba also, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay, picking up from the training and everything, you do a lot of flat work with your horses, yeah? So can you expand a bit, just the normal stretching stuff, or do you do more disciplined dressage, like up the levels with them, or...? Uh, everything. Just when you get on the horse, you feel what they need, and they have a different... Um, plan every day they go hacking galloping a bit jumping a bit cross country a bit dressage so sometimes you feel okay this horse need a bit more longing maybe okay um this horse need a bit more stretching work and so every horse is a bit uh, get a bit a different program okay do you think dressage is really important for the eventers and oh well you have to do with eventing but with the show jumpers even like we have, we have um, I think, two things. One is the, the real dressage. Yeah. So you, you have to learn this really, um, that, yeah, that every step is there where you wish. Um, and the other side is that the horse and you are in a very good partnership. Yeah, so okay. the horse understand what you want and if you put your leg on that you have good reaction and uh, all these things and also when you have the jumping saddle on you can do a nice dressage work. Not okay. not dressage work like shoulder in and half pass okay. but dressage work that you work with your horse together that you school the horse to accept your aids but also listening very quick 
and yeah, these things are, I think, very, very important for the cross country. Yeah, and this year, um, this winter, I know you really did a lot of show jumping. Um, they were jumping horses, though, yeah. So, are you, do you really keep it strict? You know, they're the jumping horses, they're the eventing horses, or do you mix it up a bit with them, or? Um, yeah, I mix it up a little bit in the in the training. Also, they have nearly the same program. Oh, really? Not that I do with the jumping horses, the cross country yeah. training, but also that I work them on the cross country place. Okay. And. Um, yeah, so sometimes we go also a bit galloping with the jumping horses. I think the the basic work is for every horse the yeah. same. Okay. And I think that's very important. And um, how many horses have you got in training at the moment? I have like um, around 20, 25 horses. 20, 25. How do you manage So how many would you ride a day? It depends between four and ten. Okay. How do you manage all that? Like in terms of, I mean, I know, <coughs> say, okay, if you're a dressage rider, you go and you do dressage. But when you're eventing, you've got to do different disciplines. So you've got that many horses doing that many different dif- disciplines. It's got to be some management involved. Do you use training diaries? Do you just know where they're at? Do you just get on and feel where that horse needs today, or if a competition's coming up, or or all of that? <laughs> Um, yeah, difficult to explain. I have um, I have a good team yeah. around myself, and for example, I have uh, good riders with me in the stable. They also train the horses now at home when I'm on the competition, mm-hmm. but they do more the basic works. Yeah. Um, and I have one rider. He goes to the little competitions also, and but very important is that they that we work together. Mm-hmm. That. Um, I get also on the horses which they are riding sometimes and then I feel okay you have to look to this look to this make this a bit better that the horse are ridden like I would like to have it that I can get on a horse and I can go directly to the competition and I need not not like when I get a new horse and then I have first I need a few months to change something so they have to work like uh, I would like to have it and um, this is very important so we we swap the horses a lot when I'm at home and look that every rider can ride nearly every horse and then we work all into the same direction and um, yeah and um, yeah, then we have some horses, for example, now, last week I was on an eventing show, so they have this week a little bit uh, a break, easy going, and next week when I'm home, these horses have easy going, so it changed always a little bit, and that makes it easier than during the season. And with the show jumping, do you see yourself heading in that direction? in the future or are you just happy mixing it in and playing around with it a little bit I mean it's more than play you're doing very well with it but yeah, yeah we have not enough eventing competitions around my place so for me it's perfect uh, to do also the show jumping yeah. and I really like it and it depends always on the horses which you have which classes you can compete the same like in the eventing so this year, for example, I can't go to Kentucky or badminton, so then I have to go to other competitions. Mm, yeah. But it's still nice to work with the horses, and you get every 
winter every season you get new horses and it makes every season interesting and especially it's nice to work with the young horses learn them something and then see a few years later yeah. how they do on the show and yeah. uh, it's nice do you um like do you think there's a problem in germany with having enough event horses uh, you know because you've got to save them for your championships and things like that is that an issue or not really it's okay or yeah i think it's it's both we have not not enough eventing competitions yeah. we have not enough um breeders for the eventing sport for the for the thoroughbred and um we have not the the market to to buy the horses to sell the horses mm. but at the moment it's like you need you need two kind of horses you need one horse for the short three short four star okay yeah to win these competitions like the erm class and yeah. something like this yeah um and you need different horses for the big classes for the five star right for example you need much more thoroughbred and okay uh, um yeah this is um i think yeah this is uh so it's quite specialized then though isn't it Yeah. 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 So what makes a great event horse? Short form or long? <laughs> the problem is you have three disciplines. Yeah. And you need all three. And in the beginning you can win a lot of competitions when you okay. do the one star, the two star, the yeah. three star. Yeah. Um when you have a horse which is not really a thoroughbred horse which has more talent in the dressage and in the show jumping. Mm -hmm. But later to win the big classes, you need a horse which has a lot of thoroughbred. Mm -hmm. So with this horse maybe you win the first three years, you win nothing. Okay. But then later yeah. you can win Burley or Badminton, these yeah. kind of competitions. Okay. You know, that's a bit different thinking. It's it depends what you what you want to do. Okay. If you want to win for example the European championship for the juniors or young riders you need a different horse. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you, you And our breeders it, it's much more easy to breed a show jumping horse and sell them for much more money yeah. when he's three or four years old yeah. as yeah. an eventing horse. He can be still a good eventing horse but you get no yeah. money. Yeah. Because so it's yet. it makes totally no sense to breed eventing horses, yeah, yeah. and this is difficult to explain the breeders yeah. why they have to breed eventing horses. Yeah, like why would they? In their, from their perspective, yeah, yeah. So what makes a great rider then? Mental, hard work, all of it. I think a great rider is um, a rider they can teach the horse and yeah has a, has a good feeling for the horse and he need a feeling how good is the horse and which is the perspective for the horse and what we're talking about sometimes you need you have to be relaxed the first two three years and give them not too much pressure because later after three four years then you know okay he will be a top horse on this level but if you try to win when yeah. he's six seven and eight then maybe it's too much for him you know yeah. and with some other horses 
you can win much more easy competitions like this. Okay. So it's knowing how how much to pressure the horse, like how much how much pressure you can put a horse that it can take, but be comfortable with, and knowing to back off. And also, it has to be like when you're about when you're in that countdown box for you know the Olympics. How do you? I mean, is it just you? How you are anyway, mentally? Like that's just your personality to be. Yeah, I think so. Think I've, got, and, I've got a job to do. And you need, um, yeah. And not try. And you have, and and you have to know the how was the competitions before. Yeah. You had always a bad result that makes you more stressed no. before, yeah. you know. Yeah. Or you have always you had a good, um, yeah, you had a good background, a good yeah. good results, good experience. Um, and you had a good training, so you are hundred percent sure. Okay. It works. Yeah. You can have a problem everywhere, yeah, for sure. sure. But normally it works. Yeah. And that's normally also when when you go into a class like 140, you think, okay, normally it works. Okay. Yeah, and then you can go faster or slower. But um, if you have always bad results and you go in a... And it was not, not good always in 130 and then you go in a 140 class... For sure, it's too much, yeah. and it's the same in the eventing. Yeah, yeah. You need a good preparation and a, and a good good partnership with your horse, and I think you have to be also fair enough and um, quiet enough to think. Okay, maybe this is too much this year. Yeah. And then you need another plan. Yeah. You cannot make your plan and you just follow your plan yeah, you know yeah, you need a feeling for that how it works and I think this is also sometimes a problem in our sport that the rider really wants to do it but the horse needs maybe maybe just it's a little bit need maybe just two competitions a bit easier and then you are back into a better shape and the horse had a bit more motivation and then you can okay. keep going yeah. but some of them I think stay too long on this okay. and then they have too many problems and then they start from the beginning yeah okay so it's being able to like micromanage almost is it pull it back a little bit and pick it up rather than go uh uh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and we have also a few nice competitions and maybe if it because badminton in Kentucky is really early in the season okay And maybe you have a problem somewhere, so different kind of problem. So, but you feel okay. This is now a bit tough to follow this plan. Maybe then it's better to go. You do a little bit less, yeah. and then you can have in the middle of the summer, uh, yeah. top thing, yeah. or or then in the end of the season. Yeah. But sometimes then you push and you keep going, and then you have nothing the whole season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is a bit the problem because in the show jumping is when you see ah the ground is not good or something I don't like or my horse is not really well I retire and maybe next week I can go mm. or two weeks later I yeah. can go. Eventing so we have just two, three, four interesting competitions this season. Yeah. Ah. So you cannot really choose if the ground is like this. You cannot say okay I retire. Yeah. And I go next week. There's no next week. No. It's a half year later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? You, yeah, it's not easy. Huh? 
So what do you do? What, are you time? You're okay. Um, what do you do on the day of a comp? Oh, I guess there's three days, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Do you mental like what do you do? Your day of say cross country. Are you? Do you have a, a routine you stick to? No, just relaxed. Oh, we're all jealous of you. <laughs> You don't like meditate for an hour and then do no. yoga for an hour. <laughs> no, not really. No. Not really. You just get on with it. Do yeah. what needs to be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, I try to have a good, uh, a good training and what we're we talking about and with yeah. the competition and that it works well and and then you have also uh, a good feeling. Yeah, it all happens before, like in the training. It all happens before all the work. So you get to a competition, it should be kind of easy, sort of. We try to do like this, <laughs> but it's not always working, yeah. you know, um, but yeah. And I noticed, I think you put a video up training, you were jumping in the snow across country and there's a Tokyo 2020 jump, so you're focused for that. It is the motivation, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good, I like it. Yeah, so. yeah. We always had a... Um, it starts from a good friend of me uh-huh. after the first um, World Equestrian Games. He built a fence with London 2012. Oh. So, and this was and the motivation. That's great. And now I do always something like this. Oh, fantastic. And did the jumps stay then after the event? Like yeah, one time they get broken, but, uh, but generally. we try to keep it, yeah. <laughs> and what's Sam doing now? He's out in the field enjoying himself. Yeah, he's he get uh, ridden every second day, and um, yeah, he's happy, super happy, relaxed, sound, powerful. Really, still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nice to see. It is it's that he's fit like this. To be like and, that. Yeah. Good. And but, so yeah. the future. So we've got Europeans and um, well, Tokyo, obviously. Yes, yep. that's the that's the plan. Always the plan. That's the plan. The jumps there. It says so. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much. You're welcome.